This is Biff Straker from the Spaceways, and true heroes listen to Wednesday Wonders. Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Visit our website at jabberaudio.com slash support to learn more, or go to patreon.com slash team jabberwocky. The following audio theater is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested. There has always been a gray area between the just and the unjust, the lawful and the lawless. A nebulous region where the trappings of authority share little crossover with a course of justice, and where those who attempt to shine light into the dark recesses of power are often the least expected. April 2011. Sought out by multiple unknown adversaries, from Las Vegas gangster Victoria Salkovich to what seemed to be two different factions of black SUV-driving pursuers, Poker player Jimmy Harmon has followed a trail of breadcrumbs given to him by a Las Vegas dancer named Amber. Deciphering Amber's cryptic message, Harmon and fellow poker player Peeps discover the body of a prostitute, Jasmine, half buried in the Nevada desert. Holy... Is that what I think it is? Because if so, I am getting seriously skeeved out right about now. If you're thinking it's a shallow grave, then I think you may be right. Tracing the body back to a local brothel, Harmon is rebuffed in his attempts to gather more information, but the savvy Peeps is able to assemble conclusions from seemingly obscure details. Jasmine takes him off the book's gig, figures she can make some extra, and heads to the Lion Majestic. But that's where things go horribly awry. How do you- Someone, the B-team if you will, does a half-assed job covering it up at the railroad junction, and our goon's supposed to finish the job. Only he gets three sheets to the wind, loses his instruction sheet, and says too much to the pretty girl gyrating on his lap. Barely managing to evade their pursuers, Harmon resolves to return to the city to confirm their suspicions and investigate further. I'm thinking I need to check out the Lion Majestic. Are you out of your mind? Even under the best of circumstances, you wouldn't get within a mile of that place. True enough. But I'm thinking we go underground. What do you mean underground? As in literally. Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Quarm, The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation, Outstanding Debts, Episode 7. The thing about a big city like Las Vegas is that unless you're going to set up roadblocks, it's nearly impossible to catch someone coming in or out. Sure, some of the folks after us might be cops, but even if so, I had the feeling they were operating off the radar, which meant they weren't going to be calling in reinforcements. So far, that assumption had panned out. Ooh, today is apparently my day for bad smells! Oh. Thing is, once you're actually in the city proper, especially on the streets around the casinos, it's another story. Cameras everywhere, and no telling who's watching. Relax, peeps. Just... just don't step in anything. So, if we were going to get closer to a big casino, especially one as high-end as the Lion Majestic, 
we were going to have to find another travel path. Jesus. Where did you hear about this place? The storm drainage tunnels? Read about them in a Daily Mail article last fall. City started building them back in the 90s, but kind of uh, abandoned the project. There's a whole labyrinth under the city, something like 200 miles of tunnels. Now something like a thousand homeless people live down here. Jeez, just when you think you know a town. Yeah, they don't exactly highlight this in the tourist literature. Just, you know, keep an eye out for scorpions. Scorpions? Probably nothing to worry about. This was one of those ideas that sounded better in theory than in practice. So you don't know where we are? I have an idea. I thought you had a map or something. No, I just thought, you know... Please tell me you didn't think your phone would guide you. Well, I didn't... Because you do realize we are underground, right? GPS needs to actually be able to see a satellite to work. Well, I'll know for next time, okay? Jeez, I'm surrounded by idiots! Who are you calling an idiot? What? Oh, no, no, I didn't see... I... No, just him. He's an idiot. So I guess I'm not technically surrounded by idiots, but he just makes it feel that way. Magnitude of his idiothood. Oh, um, hi. We didn't mean to intrude. We're just trying to get through... You more reporters or just curious thrill seekers? No, neither. We're just trying to stay out of sight oh, of... Oh, that's cool. Most of us don't judge. They, they, they call me crunchy. I, I, I kind of keep an eye on this area. Crunchy? It's nice, uh... It's nice to meet you. I'm Jimmy, and this is... Peeps, go ahead and call me Peeps. So you watch out for this area? Yeah, uh, Tom and Cindy have their place up ahead. They got it pretty well secure against flood, but last week someone came and knocked half their stuff down. That's rude, even by the standards of this town. Yeah, so I just, you know, uh, try to get a feel for anyone we don't know coming through. Well, we definitely aren't trying to cause any trouble. We're just trying to get to the Lion Majestic. Wow. <laughs> you, you, you are way off. You need to be going back that way. Damn, you keep going this way, you'd end up by the tracks. So you can see why this bozo makes me feel like I'm surrounded by idiots, huh, Crunchy? It's very funny. So, uh, Crunchy, do you know where we should be heading? Here, I'll show you far enough to get you on your way. There's a tunnel that'll put you up right near the Lion Majestic Docks. And lucky for you, there, there's even a little uh, utility shower in case you want to clean up if you know you're planning on going in. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the plan. And just one more thing you hadn't thought about. I'm improvising. Come on, this way. I'll give you the grand tour. Lead on, fearless guide. I like this guy. So, how long you been down here, Crunchy? I think it's, um, um, let me see. About three years now, I came out thinking I'd find work, but uh, I ended up living under the stairs at the Bella Park. I got rousted out of there and ended up coming down here. Home sweet home. Well, it ain't all that bad. Hell, it, it's about 15 degrees cooler down here, and, and if you know where to go up, you can hit the casinos, check the machines for chips, I actually found almost a grand one time. Not a bad haul. All in a day's work. Come on. A tight squeeze through that last part. Oh, good thing I haven't eaten in more than 12 hours. Would have had more than a donut if I knew it'd be my last meal. And... Oh. Thanks, Crunchy. Glad to be of service. Wow. 
Lots going on here today. Yeah, there's a big prize fight tonight. I was kind of counting on that giving us some cover. Well, getting into the hotel might be easier, but they'll have lots of extra folks on the casino floor. Gotta go through the casino to get to the arena. Or, or maybe you can get there through the shops. No, we're not going to the fight. We, uh, we should be good with just the hotel. I hope. W- whatever. Now, there's still cameras here, but you should be able to make it to that little cleanup spot there without drawing attention. It's stocked enough to deal with last-minute needs on the dock. Last-minute needs? Well, someone gets messy out here, but has to go into the hotel proper. It happens more often than you think. Makes sense, I guess. Now, you ain't gonna be able to get through any of the secure areas, but you can still jig around to the right there, and it'll take you into the hotel reception. Crunchy, you've been, uh, well, this has been a huge help. Here. Wow. My lucky night! You all have a productive evening. Here's hoping. I swear there's an angel looking over your shoulder. Let's hope that angel's still on the clock. Now, all we have to do is get cleaned up so we look at least somewhat presentable, get into the hotel without drawing attention, get up to room 2317, and then figure out what the hell's going on. Oh yeah, no problem. And here I thought this might be difficult. Glad to know you're in control. Relax. There's a reason I had you grab my stuff from the limelight before we skip town. Vegas hotel security is pretty tight, especially around the casinos. Still, the hotel part isn't too much different from any other big city hotel. And with crowds like this milling around, security was mostly going to be concerned with perceived threats. And me and Peeps, we were strictly harmless. Good day, mate. Here for the big Barney. Gonna be a bit of an open slather, you ask me. A right ripper. Um, yeah. I'm sure it'll be what you said. What the hell are you doing? What's the point of us getting all disguised if we aren't gonna act the part? What part are you acting exactly? An Australian accent is all I can really do. Who the hell gave you the idea you could do that? Oh, ye little faith. Over here. If the room we were looking for was really on the 23rd floor, as the number 2317 would seem to indicate, then normally there'd be no way a couple of randos could get up there. The higher the floor, the greater the security. Damn, figured that'd be too easy. Not letting us up? Not yet. Thing is, if this card was what I thought it was, then we might just be in luck. Here goes nothing. Yes! Success, I take it? These new cards use RFID instead of magnetic strips. So we just wave the card in front of the sensor, and it thinks we're cleared to go up to 23. Yeah, well, what if they reported the card is missing? Which it was, or else we wouldn't have it. That was the gamble. That they'd either not have reported it, or even if they blanked room access, they might not have blanked floor access. And if your oh-so-foolproof plan didn't work? Well, then we were no worse off than we were before we got into the elevator. Okay, be cool. Where do you, of all people, get off telling me to be cool? I think you abandoned any pretense of cool with that act downstairs. Um, okay, fair point. Let's just see what we're dealing with. Okay, don't see anyone so far. Looks like 2317 would be off down the left hall. Here, let's go over to the ice machine alcove. And you don't think walking around all sneaky like is gonna attract attention? Nobody's watching. Not here, no, but on the cameras. No cameras. What? Dirty little secret in Vegas. More cameras per square foot than anywhere in the country. Except... You guessed it, guest floor hallways. 
no cameras. You're kidding. Nope, true story. Guess they figure it's not worth the expense. All the risk is downstairs, at least for the hotel, that is. Okay, so uh, 2309 is across from us, so 2317 should be down the hall there. Hang on, someone's coming out of the room. There is not a chance in hell you're going to the damn fight. God damn it, you will stay in here until I say otherwise. You've caused us way more problems than you are worth. Jesus, I cannot wait to be rid of you. Christ, if I didn't have orders. Please, somebody tell me we have something on those two from the desert. Not good. Is it just me, or is that the same sunglasses-wearing psycho who took down Amber? Agent Joshua, for lack of a better name? Sure as hell looked like it to me. And from the look of it, they've at least got a couple of rooms blocked off down there. If they... Make that three rooms. Coming this way. With an ice bucket. All right, follow my lead. No, do not even think about... Crikey, Yashila. How are we supposed to get ice without the bucket? Can't be drinking that plonk warm. All right, mate. Don't suppose you've got an extra bucket on you, have you? Um, I, I don't... I only I think brought... we might have a hit. Just got a call about a lobby cam IDing the son of a bitch. Come on! On it! Uh, here, you can take my bucket. Well, that was a freebie. Uh, yeah. That was definitely unexpected. Had a chance that Ice Bucket Guy wasn't on chasing after us duty before. Or at least wouldn't recognize us. Well, don't stand there with your jaw gaping open. Let's take a look while we can. See you later, Agents Roach and Joshua. And by that I mean I don't really want to see them later, just an expression. I cannot believe this. Your angel must be working overtime. Did they seriously leave the door ajar? Guess they were in a big rush to go get you. Point taken. We don't have long. So this is where Roach and Joshua have been spending their time. One of their rooms, anyway. Guess whoever they've gotten 2317 is probably still there. Wait. Ooh. The adjoining door is closed. Still, keep it down. Roger. Just get whatever you need and let's get the hell out of here. Hey, a laptop. Maybe now it's finally time for me to do what Victoria wanted me to do in the first place. Oh, come on. What is it? Idiot left the machine open and unlocked. Not even any challenge here. If these guys are government, I am seriously disillusioned about our so-called intelligence community. Do so you have what you need? Can we go? Well, no. I still need to find something. Anything. So I guess there's still some challenge involved. Look, while I check, why don't you take a look at those papers over there? They look official. Should I be wearing gloves? Uh, probably. Guess we should have thought of that before. Just, maybe we can just wipe things off when we're done? So, this doesn't really feel like a prisoner situation. I mean, not to denigrate your remarkable infiltration skills, but if we can get here this quickly... Yeah, maybe he's more being detained or watched. Or maybe they're more like protecting him? Did you find anything on your end? It looks like they just printed out some notes. This looks like an agenda or something for... What's today? Thursday? So, tomorrow, looks like. Courthouse... Deposition, got a press conference at one. Our boys have a very busy day. Okay, hang on. Yeah, they've got that in their calendar here. And these, these look like personnel files. Someone named Peter Sokolov. Hey, his name is on this paper here. Looks like, whoa, a statement of charges. Like, criminal charges. Something about money laundering, bank fraud, wire fraud, UIGEA violations. Possible 75-year sentence. Well, that's harsh. U-I-G... Why does that last one sound so familiar? U-I-G-E-A. They spell it out here. Unlawful Internet Gambling Enforcement Act of 2006. Oh, right. I remember hearing about that. They couldn't go after the gaming sites, since they're not based in the U.S., so they tried to get around that by saying U.S. banks couldn't do business with those sites. 
made a big splash. Online poker sites were worried at the time, but ended up being no big, since there were so many ways to work around running payments through U.S. banks anyway. Well, this sure doesn't sound like no big. Well, it's no skin off their nose. A law with no teeth, since their businesses are all outside U.S. jurisdiction. Hang on, let me take a look at this guy's file. It says he works for some payment company. Quickbill. I never heard of it. Wait a sec, let me see that sheet. Oh, I thought it'd be easier to understand. It's always so simple in the movies. Big clues written in bold red type. Okay, okay. They mention Quickbill here. Based in Utah, payment processing company. Oh, looks like this Sokolov guy doesn't work for them. He owns the whole company. Wait, so this says Quickbill has been miscoding transactions, funneling funds to offshore sites. Which would be the money laundering. Right. If a U.S.-based bank is involved, that changes things. Let's see. Sealed indictment handed down back in March. Something about state's evidence. Oh, I don't get it. What does this have to do with the money man behind the... Oh, I am such an idiot. No argument here. Been saying that for a while now. Damn it. I've been figuring everything will fit together nice and neat if I could just figure out the connections. And I've been completely wrong. I never thought anything about this was neat. All this time we've been assuming that the so-called money man was some kind of financier. The bankroll behind the limelight deal. I haven't been assuming anything. This is all you. Fine, I've been assuming. But this has nothing to do with that. Not directly, anyway. Okay, I don't follow. The money man is Sokolov. He's not an investor. He's a banker. We've been following a dead end this whole time. I mean, there may be some connection, but we've walked into some kind of federal case here. Something big is happening tomorrow, but it's not about the limelight or Victoria or anything. Hey, if you guys are back from your little john, can you see about getting me another... Who the hell are you guys? Uh, good day, mate. Your cobbers said we could come in. See about grabbing no, a midi. No, no, you're not supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to know about guys. Hey, guys! Who really, you rat bag? And here you go, telling me to be quiet. Sorry, I got excited. Are we seriously waiting for the elevator? Are any of you dandinians still here? They're getting away. No, I guess we're not. Quick. Tell me we're not running down 23 floors. I try to get back to, but I am nowhere near in good enough shape for that. Maybe not. Hey! You! You're not supposed to be in the stairwell! Oh, jeez, we just... The room's not smoking, but we just thought if we left the door ajar... Well, we're not hurting anybody. Okay, but hotel security's coming, and they're not going to be nearly as forgiving as I am. And you are... We are the ones telling you how it is. You can either listen and get back to your rooms, or you can get thrown out onto the streets. In fact, we will escort you back to your rooms. Here we go! Hey, slow down! No time, no time. They're right behind us. So, now that we just... Shh, 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 shh. Alright, looks like you two just dodged a bullet. Don't let it happen again. Those two are damn strange. Is not how I plan spending my day. No, but <laughs> you know, after everything that's happened, I think I'm starting to enjoy the adrenaline rush. More likely low blood sugar. When was the last time you ate? Yeah, that's probably got something to do with it. Too bad we didn't manage to grab anything. I mean, I hung on to these. But that's just their little money laundering state's evidence thing. Maybe we can use it. Nothing related to the body in the desert, real evidence. So we're back being stuck again. I guess I was being a little overly optimistic. 
What evidence were we really going to get? I mean, it's not like they'd keep records of the prostitutes they bring in. Or maybe she was for Sokolov. I don't know. Maybe it's enough for me to bring to Marshall. Marshall? Now who's Marshall? Crazy detective who was grilling me about Will's death. I've got his number. Put it in my phone after. Just in case... I don't know. He might be able to piece it together. We know who they are and where they are. I bet someone can place them with Amber. As for that witness protection thing the agents have going on there, I guess I'll tell Victoria about it. Even if it's just to say it's not these guys after her. And if I can find her. She was pretty banged up, but I don't know that she's going to risk going to the hospital. Beyond that, I don't know where to look. So, what's the plan? Let's get back to the tunnels, same way we came. Then I guess I see if I can get back to the limelight? It's possible Victoria will go back there? I don't know. I just need a minute to think. This is all happening way too fast. There! There they are! Jesus, those are the two from upstairs. What? What do you mean, upstairs? Oh, son of a bitch! You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Quorum, The Gambler's Tale, Outstanding Debts, Episode 7 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, in association with WERALP, Radio Arlington, 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon, Yasmin Twizan as Rachel Peeps LeBlanc. Michael Gable as Crunchy. William R. Coughlin as Agent Joshua. Bjorn Munson as Agent Roach. And Brian Crane as Peter Sokolov. With additional voices by Anna Coughlin, William R. Coughlin, Brian Crane, and Kevin Murray. Recorded at Arlington Independent Media with supplemental recording at Tohu Bohu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Music by Brooks Tegler. With special thanks to Don Lerman for providing supplemental music for this episode. For specific music information, see our show notes at jabberaudio.com. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider of choice. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure. Until next time, this is Marsha Renz saying thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Flop. Seven of spades, five of clubs, and eight of clubs. The turn. Six of spades. Here's the river. Seven of clubs. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock?